0: This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting Preserving and Defending America's Founding Traditions of God, Family, Country. Friends, I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. It's always great to be with you this week at this time for a few minutes. And today we'll just kind of talk about the various events that are taking place around us, uh, nationally as well as locally, primarily nationally, and they are truly, you know, extraordinary, um, and in many ways not necessarily encouraging, or in, in some many ways discouraging. But we're going to kind of pick up on the theme that we had last week on our show, where we were pleased to be joined by Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, and um, Michaela Gets, who his niece, who's also a aide to Representative State Representative Hawkins, and also Representative. Anthony Sabatini joined us last week. And our theme was, what do we do as American citizens to work harder and more effectively to preserve our constitutional liberties? Because you don't have to look too hard to see many examples of our constitutional liberties being threatened, uh, if not uh, you know, you know, infringed upon. Talking about freedom of religion, freedom of speech, specifically big tech, Twitter silencing the president of the United States, um, and many, many other people too. Um, those kinds of things, things that we never thought we'd really see, and things that we um, certainly don't want to see continue. And if it, we don't, and if we don't want them to see it continue, we're going to have to, in my opinion, take a stronger initiative, um, individual initiative. To push back and to advance the things that we believe in. What are the things we believe in? Obviously, individual rights. The the concept, as brilliantly stated by Thomas Jefferson, which has been the foundation of our entire country, the foundation of our of our ultimately of our constitution, that we all have inherent rights that come from God. Also, to fight for our. Freedom of the press, freedom of speech, um, and so many other things as well. So we're going to talk about those things in general, and that'll be the topic of our program. And of course, um, as I'm coming to you, we are involved in a, we just had a Super Bowl, which I'll talk about, and I'm talking about it from the perspective of somebody who used to follow, watch the Super Bowl, and was very passionate about watching it for many years, and who did not watch this year's Super Bowl, um, as well as I haven't really seen hardly a game in the past three to four years or so. And I'll share my reasons for that in just a moment. Um, But also talk about what we need. You know, of course, we've got an impeachment of a president um, that's, that's not even in office anymore. And I think this is a prime example of the kind of chilling overreach that our current leadership in Congress, you know, which is, of course, now controlled 100 percent by Democrats, uh, they've got the majority in the House and the effectively the majority in the Senate, U.S. Senate, along with the presidency. What we're seeing is a disturbing overreach of power and a disturbing lack of judgment and a lack of desire for conciliation um, and uh, moving forward and bi- bipartisanship and all those things uh, that are kind of have been very much a part of our nation's history, political history, and electoral, presidential electoral history. So um, that's the landscape uh, that we're having our conversation with you today. Uh, Before we get into what I feel strongly and pick up from where we left off last week, what I feel strongly are the keys to our being able to preserve our rights and our freedoms, I'll talk a little bit about the, the Super Bowl and the NFL, and I'll share my thoughts with you about why I chose not to watch, and it's very, very simply put, is and I'm not boycotting the Super Bowl. I'm not boycotting the National Football League. Just have no, no interest anymore. <laughs> it's not an endeavor. They're not an organization. Uh, they're not a business that I have any desire to patronize. Um, and the reasons for that are very, very simple. They have shown themselves, and I mean pretty much the, the league, which includes commissioner, um, executives with the, the official National Football League organization, team ownership, uh, players and coaches for the most part, that they don't share my values. My values are traditional American values. My values are the values expressed in our Declaration of Independence upon which our Constitution is founded. Obviously— Um, In their overt disrespect for our American flag and for our national anthem, the National Football League as an organization um, does not share those values, obviously. And to be more specific, we'll we'll put it this way. Um, And I do want to be be very clear that I certainly – support the right, I acknowledge and support the right for any citizen, including NFL players, including anybody, to speak out against the government, protest against the government, have very broad powers of freedom of speech, and that would include disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the national anthem. But what citizens do not have a right to do, and certainly not NFL players do not have a right to do, is to disrespect the flag and make political statements on company time when they are at work. <laughs> there's, there's no constitutional right to campaign or, or, or to do politics um, on company time when you're at work. And so if they, they certainly have more than enough time to protest in literally an infinite number of ways the grievances that they have ab- about our country, and some of them are very possibly legitimate... But there's there are many different ways, infinite number of ways to protest by going at the heart of our flag and our national anthem, they are attacking the heart and soul of the country and our longstanding tradition of unity. The flag has always been a symbol of unity for our country and the national anthem. So and and so basically what has happened is the the NFL. Obviously, by their decision to allow their employees, the players, to make a spectacle out of disrespecting our American flag and our national anthem, um, have shown where they stand on this issue. And they have shown that they do not stand on the side of the United States of America. And they, sh- and they have shown they don't stand on the side of the United States of America and our flag and our anthem and the cherished values upon which they Stand in a, a which which they uh, uh uphold in advance, so that's why I literally have no interest and so for whatever that's worth that that's uh I did want to share that with you and, and make it clear and now what I would like to do is pick up where we left off last week with Derek Hicks michaela Getz and representative Anthony Sabatini, and obviously acknowledge and i don 't even know if we even need to acknowledge it because it's so obvious, the, the degree to which um, our constitutional rights are threatened, the whole cancel culture movement, uh, statues being torn down um, in the past two or three weeks, George Washington's name has been taken off of schools in the San Francisco area, along with other of our founders and outstanding presidents. That's what I'm talking about. This is is a movement that wants to suppress and destroy history and truth and vigorously opposes freedom of speech. In fact, at the same time, what we have now in Congress is a move by certain Democrats to inflict retribution on any of their colleagues, Republican colleagues, who made legitimate efforts to ensure um, and and to make and to find out if the, uh, the presidential election we just had was was legitimate, <laughs> and and it, to 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 try to investigate uh, credible accusations of fraud and, and credible evidence of fraud, I mean, I would you know I would think <laughs> in in a more uh, in, in a more sane country that every elected official, every citizen for that matter, would want to make sure that if, if an election on any level, particularly a presidential election, if, if there was some significant doubt as to whether that election was conducted properly, if there's significant doubt as to whether there may have been actual mistakes and or rising to the level of fraud that, literally affected the outcome of the election, I would think that every single congressperson would want to investigate that and look into it to make sure that, for that obviously, that we were able to fix these problems, identify these problems, and make sure they never happened again. Well, not only do we not have have that situation, there's a situation now where prominent Democrats in Congress want to silence and seek retribution against their Republican colleagues who were just trying to, trying to find out what the heck happened. But the reason I mentioned that specifically, that's just one example and um, a dramatic, but even a small example of the kind of mentality now that it's becoming to really seep into our politics and seep into our culture. And that is a dramatic move away from the whole bipartisan perspective and approach that we've had so many years where we uh, will passionately fight Uh, to advance our principles and passionately disagree with those on the other side of the aisle or in another party um, uh, on, on policy issues. And, but at the end of the day, we also passionately support their right to their opinion and their right to express their views. Well, that's going rapidly out the window. And now we have important, powerful elected officials. I would even say, um, you know, an entire political party that's largely dominated by people that not only do not respect the right of their political opponents uh, to to express their views, they want to shout them down, make sh- make sure they don't have that opportunity, and in many cases punish that opportunity with possibly even arrest. So that, that's where we are, and that's what we're talking about today. We'll be right back on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Prime cuts of beef and generous servings of cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, conveniently located just two blocks west of I four on Lee Road in Orlando. Reservations recommended. Just give them a call at four zero seven. 645-4443. That's 645 4443 That's 407 And please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that if you or someone you know or a member of your family is looking for a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, any other vehicle that you might have with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big for those guys. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. They're located, 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Now I'd like to kind of pick up where we were. And and, and, and so anyway, to to cut to – Get to the point here, and I know, you know, some of the the opposition that we're facing seems so so large in many cases that it. it, You you, the first thing you say, well, how can I fight Big Tech? You know, I mean, how if if Twitter is silencing conservatives and patriotic Americans, what 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 do I do? (laughs) You, I'm just one person. Uh, If Facebook is shutting down conservatives and patriotic Americans. how do you even confront that? So I think the first thing we need to do is, is not to be overwhelmed or, or so intimidated by the magnitude or seeming magnitude of our problems and these attacks on freedom that that we we're not that we're rendered helpless or or we're rendered we just decide not to do to, we decide not to do nothing uh, because it, the, the the hill um, the mountain we have to climb to push back. It's, it's overwhelming, and that you know, that's just not going to help the problem. It's going to make it worse. So, what personally I feel that that we should do, everyone should do, who who cherishes their freedom, believes in America, believes in our constitutional principles, understands that our rights come from God, understand that to secure those rights, governments were instituted among men, understand that in America, government. The purpose of government is to serve the people, acting on the consent of the governed. uh, People aren't here to to serve the government. Um, And all those are are obviously dramatically under under attack right now. So what we can do is just what we can do in our own sphere of influence. And as I said before, with, with, with some people, that could be maybe just one other person. That we might have some influence uh, with a friend, a family member, a relative, um, somebody on Facebook, whatever, you know, um, if or, or in some cases it might not be uh, be there might not even be a person involved in some cases for some people. You know, they don't necessarily have people that they can personally uh, talk to or they but they're on Facebook or they're on Twitter Um at least for the time being, or they have other means to communicate. Do whatever you can do is, is my point. And obviously, for some people, have have more influence. Other people, you know, have a larger circle of friends, or know um, more people at church, or know more people in their civic organizations, or have a larger family, or whatever. The the point is, do something. The point is do whatever we can do and and don't worry about um, seeing necessarily the tangible results. You don't take it upon ourselves to say, well, oh my gosh, look, Twitter just silence somebody else. Um, You know, I'm failing. (laughs) Oh, oh gee, you know, they just took George Washington's name off of another school, tore down another statue. I'm failing. You know, that, and then I know that's kind of a that's that's a, a human nature response, basically, as we all know. But we're just going to have to um, be more mentally tough, is for for lack of a better word, forge ahead, do what we need to do, and not worry about so much about about the results. Just need to um, to do what we can do to advance freedom, and 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 I think that's been part of the history of America, is that every generation have had their extreme challenges, some more than others. But when you look back, as you look back in history, and I would use the the Revolutionary War as a prime example, our successes and our triumphs, and there are numerous examples from World War II uh, as well, um, come down to just individual people making individual decisions to do something. To be, to do something productive, um, when they were confronted with that situation. And that's what we need to do. We don't need to figure out the big picture. We don't need to, um, necessarily even see the fruit of what we're doing. We just need to work in our own spheres of influence and whether those are small spheres of influence or whether they're large or somewhere in between. And so the advice, that's advice I'm giving myself. And here's what I think that we can do specifically. And it's very, very simple. I think one of the things, the keys to this is keeping it simple. But, and I know, and I think that all of us, we we have people in our lives who don't you know, read the Constitution or a Declaration of Independence as often as we do. They don't obviously keep up with um, current events the way that we do. They don't watch conservative you know, media or listen to conservative. Uh, conservative talk radio as much as we do. Um, in fact, most people are like that. So I think, there, I guess the fodder is out there, <laughs> if you will, um, for us to be able to influence people. And I think the key is to not get bogged down in jargon or Republicans versus Democrats or, um, you know, you know, all the technical aspects of, 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 things. I think just a few simple concepts are so inherently wise and are so universally, I think, accepted Certainly by, by virtually all Americans, we need to get back to basics and just tell people, look, we, on our side, we want to preserve freedom. First and foremost, the, the, the number one building block that I think that we should make sure all of our friends are aware of, or at least the ones that we want to talk to, are that our rights come from God. Every individual in America has inherent God-given rights. Government didn't give us those rights. God gave them to us. That's why we ha- have rights. And that's what our entire system, our entire government was, was built upon. That one very basic, simple concept. There is a God and that we are endowed by that God, by our creator, creator, with certain inalienable rights. That's our birthright. Every single one of our friends that we talk to about these things should should get that message from us. Um Secondly That go- Following from that The purpose of government And specifically the purpose of our government At least it has been up until this point uh, and, and and the purpose of it What it was designed to do Is to secure those rights The The purpose of government The purpose of the United States of America Is to secure Those individual rights That we all have Because God gave them to us And Connected closely with that, government gets their power from the consent of the governed, in other words, the citizens. The power of the government comes directly from the consent of the citizens, not government dictating to citizens as it is certainly in every government prior to the founding of America in 1776 and most of the governments that are out there now, and particularly the communist and Marxist governments as well as totalitarian dictatorships, of course. But in other words, the purpose of the government is to serve the citizens according to our system. And it's two basic fundamental principles. And once again, I think if, if people, more people saw things through that paradigm, that a lot more people would, would, would be agreeing with our side than, than, than the other side. Um, And one, that's that we have inherent rights, inherent God-given rights. There is a God. He gave us the rights we have. The purpose of government is to secure those rights, to secure and protect those rights. And one more step further, whatever the government does, ultimately, is only with the consent of the citizens. Citizens make make the decisions, not government. And once again, that was a... Revolutionary, incredibly revolutionary concept in 1776, and it's still a revolutionary concept. And I might add that the people against us, the Bill Gates of the world, the, the oligarchs, the big tech oligarchs, many leading elected Democrats don't believe in that at all. They want a powerful government controlled by a tiny handful of elites people like bill gates um, nancy pelosi etc um who dictate to the people and tell the people you know what kind of house you're going to live in what kind of car you're going to drive um, how much gas you can afford to buy whether you're going to wear a mask or not whether your business can be open or not whether you can go to church or not that's that's those are the stakes and so where we are now is it, It's. Do you believe in freedom of the individual or do you not? That's that's the ball game. Our side believes in freedom, and I think that what we need and that every every discussion we have going forward needs to be framed right there with that argument. We're on the side of freedom. We're on the side of preserving your rights. We're on the side of making sure that our government is responsive to to our needs and our desires. Instead of being dictated to by government, being controlled by government. That's where we need to start to frame our debate. and, um, and that's where um, you know the, the first step that we need to take going forward. We're going to go to a quick break right now, before we come back, we're going I want to let everybody know of course, about the, our friends over at Dr. Patrick Saint-Germain, Saint. Germain St. Germain Chiropractic and com, and let you know that Saint. Germain Chiropractic has been voted best chiropractor for now 16 years. In a row. So when you're in pain, I encourage you to get over to see Dr. Patrick St. Germain. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Yeah, Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Hope that you're having a, a, a had a wonderful week, and even despite the various challenges that we're facing, you know, ironically this is President's Day weekend. At least as we as we celebrate the day that we celebrate Pre- President's Day, or or take the day off, or whatever however you want to state it. And you know, back back in the day, I remember the days when we had. It's two separate holidays. It was George Washington's birthday was acknowledged on February 22nd and Abraham Lincoln's on February 12th. And I actually like that system better. First of all, I'm not a big supporter of this whole generic blurring of things, whether it's the names of towns or geographical areas or schools or whatever. Um, I believe everything should have its own distinct name and uh, that represents its own distinct identity. Um, but anyway, and and and. In the near future, I want to talk more about the life and the leadership of George Washington because he is such an extraordinary figure, not only in American history, but in the history of the world, literally. Uh, And when you think he is the one man credited across the board by historians historians of, of generations, and I, yeah, I shudder to think what current day historians would say about George Washington. And that's the whole part of this whole cancel culture thing that, that's hitting us right in the face right now. But legitimate historians who, who actually have a have a desire for the truth and, and telling the truth and sharing it, and learning about it, um, have universally acknowledged George Washington as what they had termed the indispensable man of the founding of America. In other words, without George Washington, without his leadership in so many different ways, first of all, in the fighting the war and securing the freedom, uh, uh, but then the formation of the government, uh, he was on the he was a big influential person at the Constitutional Convention. You know, years after uh, uh, the war was 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 won, and then ultimately he served as our first president, and in all those various ways, various and distinct. Ways of leadership, George Washington Got Not only what was instrumental Indispensable, not instrumental Indispensable in the creation of America and on us Getting off on a solid Footing and solid Moral ground as well Um, And of course he was very explicit And always acknowledging that our rights Come from God and that it is only With the blessing of divine Providence as he often put it that we have the blessings that we have or have any hope for, for more blessings and prosperity. But, but for right now, what I want to talk about is that we just um, sum up if you're just joining. So I'll try to sum up real quickly that I feel that we all must take a greater responsibility to preserve our constitutional liberties, preserve our country for that matter, uh, in the face of, of powerful and dramatic, um, forces that are coming at us to cancel our culture, to silence our voices and to shut down those elected representatives uh, that, that advance our, that speak for us and represent us and advance the the constitutional principles and liberties uh, that, that we believe in and we support. So, and the way that we do this, is first and foremost, just to, in our own spheres of influence, be more vocal, be more active, take more of the initiative. And specifically, as a brief tutorial, if you want to put it that way, there are two or three very, very basic concepts I think we should all make sure that people who have a hunger or knowledge to to, to have these conversations um, need to know. Um, And we certainly could start from a point of not assuming they know what we know, because most people don't. Because, as I said before, most people don't study history to the extent that we do. Um, they don't uh, follow current events to the extent that we do. They don't have information sources, such as conservative talk radio, um, conservative blogs, things like that, that um, that we do. And that's a big part of the problem we have today, is, is the mainstream media, so-called mainstream media, has been completely taken over by the left. And... They represent Marxist value, left, left wing values, Marxist leftist values, and they promote and propagate Marxist left wing propaganda and narratives. And they eliminate basic facts, basic truths uh, about what's happening in our country. Um, And they slant everything uh, against the people that want to represent us, the elected officials that want to represent our constitutional principles and our constitutional liberties. And make things incredibly hard for them. Witness <laughs> exhibit number one: President Donald Trump. Um, nothing more needs to be said about that situation. And um, they promote those on the hard left, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, et cetera, et cetera, who want to, the Colin Kaepernick's of the world, who are anti-American, who want to inhibit our constitutional liberties and take them. Away in favor of a system where government is all powerful. So th- that's our challenge, and that's what we're up against, and that's what we're talking about today. And I think the way to do that is we need to talk to the people that in our spheres of influence. We need to take the responsibility upon ourselves. I don't say, well, "Well, we'll let Fox News handle it. Uh, we'll let uh, FM ninety four point nine, AM nine fifty handle it." Uh, DeSantis is a good governor. He's doing great work. You know, he's going to take care of everything. Um, Representative Sabatini. You know, as long as we've got him, we're okay. No, we're going to have to um, take more responsibility ourselves. And the basic things we need to share with people are, one, yes, there is a God. Two, as a result of that, we, his children, have inherent, inalienable, God-given rights. We have inherent rights that come from God. And so because of that, um, our founders created government where the purpose of the government is to secure the rights of the citizens, secure and protect the rights of the citizens, of you and me. Why? Because we have inherent rights that come from God, and that the government derives their just powers. Of course, I'm borrowing from the Declaration of Independence, of course. Um, the government derives their just powers from the consent of the governed. In other words, the purpose of government is, is to serve the citizens. The purpose of the United States government, the purpose of the United States of America is to serve the citizens. And the only authority that government has to make decisions is from the consent of the governed, comes from the people, the citizens. That's the United States of America. That's what we were founded upon, and that's what we represent, and that's what's at jeopardy and at stake right now. Now I want to define Mark, two terms that I use often, and the thought has definitely occurred to me that um, I'm assuming people know, and, and I would say many cases, if not most cases, people don't know exactly what I mean when I use the term Marxist and the left. Those terms. Now, I know most of the people who listen to our show uh, most likely know to some extent, but once again, the people we need to influence, the people that are being brainwashed <laughs> by CNN, MSNBC, Virtually every major network, ABC, CBS, NBC, et cetera, et cetera, um, all the tech news that comes out, Apple News, Yahoo News, MSN uh, News, et cetera, um, people are being brainwashed by their leftist narrative and their leftist propaganda. So and, and so they don't know what these terms mean. So the terms I want to talk very briefly about, and this is going to be an oversimplification, and I'm a big believer in keep it simple. Or what I'm talking about when I say Marxist, you know, Marxists. Marxists are, have a lot of influence now. The mar- the left, if you will. Um, the left has a lot of influence in the Democrat Party, and, and they, they're advancing Marxist principles. Or the mainstream media has largely been taken over um, the left with Marxist principles. What I mean by that are, and there are certain basic principles that yeah, the left and the Marxist, that comes from Karl, Karl Marx, who I guess was a—I guess the founder, for lack of a better word, of uh, at least the concept upon which communism is based. Um, first and foremost, the Marxist worldview and the Mar- the Marxist view of government—is that there's doesn't believe in God. Uh, it's essentially an atheist philosophy. So, right out of the blocks, when you're talking. Traditional American values, you're talking, yes, we believe in God. We understand we have inherent rights as citizens because God gave us those rights. We have rights because they come from God inherently. Government doesn't need to give them to us. Government can't give it to us. We've already got them. Well, the left flat out does not believe that. The left flat out does not believe in God. There is no ultimate um, authority, uh, omnipotent authority, Um Divine providence, as George Washington often put it. um, Government fills that role. So right off the bat, once you remove God from the equation, well, guess what? What happens when there's no God? (laughs) Well, there's no God-given rights. (laughs) And that alone explains all these battles that have been taking place during my entire life and which have uh, intensified over the years, in recent years, To remove God from the public square in our society, whether it's you know changing Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays, whether it's you know taking down monuments, et cetera, et cetera, whether it's of course prohibiting nativity scenes, whether it's prohibiting Christmas carols from being sung in public schools, whether it's prohibiting uh, the freedom of religious expression in public schools and in the public square, uh, enormous places. All this passionate pushback against our First Amendment freedom of religion comes from the leftists and the Marxists because they want to get God out of the equation. Why do they want to get God out of the equation? Because right there, you've just eliminated the whole concept of individual rights. And once you eliminate the concept of individual rights, now you eliminate the whole consent of the governed. Yeah. And, and and you open the door for an all-powerful, totalitarian government run based on Marxist philosophy, socialist philosophy, and run by a tiny handful of all-powerful elites. And once again, elites such as Nancy Pelosi, as such as um, Schumer, such as Bill Gates, et cetera, et cetera, such as the the big tech oligarchs. These people want a society where they're in control. And I guess some of them are inherently uh, know um, that, that they would not be elected, and, and, and in the case they wouldn't want to serve the citizens anyway. So, you know, Americanism, individual rights come from God. Marxism, there is no God, so there's no individual rights, which means all powerful government. We'll be right back. Welcome. The Roger Franklin Williams Show And now, here's Roger And this is my Welcome back to The Roger Franklin Williams Show Great to be with you Today I want to thank you For the opportunity to join you as we Discuss life in these troubling times These times where our freedoms are Overtly threatened Uh, Every single day, uh, These times when A President of the United States whose Sole mission Was to represent the people of of our country to be their representative against the powerful forces in Washington, AKA the swamp, the elites, um, and to advance, uh, his message and deep belief of America first, make America great, um, is being you know, impeached, even though he's not even in office anymore, he's being further tormented and attacked. So that's one of the things we are, you know, sign uh, an inherent part of the the times in which we live, Also, a mainstream media that's blatantly leftist now and and does not even report the facts, which is a complete propaganda arm which advances left-wing narratives and and attacks uh, freedom-loving citizens and their elected representatives and those who would seek to be leaders of freedom-loving patriots. So anyway, those, those are the times we live in and we're discussing how to deal with it. And one of the things that I that, that when we picked up from our last break, or and to reset really briefly, the way we deal with it is we are more vocal in our own spheres of influence, even if that's a tiny sphere of influence. Um, and we base our discussions by talking about how we believe in God. We believe that our—we understand and we believe that our rights come from God, and that as a result of that, um, government was derived, government was formed— uh, to protect those rights, secure and protect those rights. And government derives their only power and authority from the, the people, from the consent of the governed, the citizens. And any decisions the government makes uh, is from the consent of the governed, ultimately. That's Americanism. That's constitutional democratic republic. That's freedom we of course are attacked attack now from the Marxist and then we're discussing some of the characteristics of the Marxist left. First and foremost is don't believe in God. Uh, the derivative of that is okay. Once you remove God from the equation, now there's no individual rights because you've just removed the, the whole justification for individual rights, which means all powerful government, not consent of the governed, not voting, not elections, not the government responds to what the people want. Uh, the you no know, government does what you know, people do, what government tells them that, that that's the, the Marxist left. That's, that's the ugly face of it. Now, they're not, you know, no, you no, know, nobody's going to get on CNN and say it that way. Nobody's going to get on MSNBC and say it that way, or, or the the tech blogs or whatever, uh, but that just, you know, do your own homework. And it's not even, a, you know, it's just obvious. It's inherent. It's just the, the basic history of world history. Marxist left wants to remove God from the picture, uh, like all totalitarian states do in government and institute an all-powerful government where the people are the subjects of government, not in control of the government. And before we go further, I just want to give a shout-out to our friends over at popka More and Equipment Repair and let you know that if you have anything related to your lawn and garden needs, now's a great time for to get... Um, in any repairs done to your to your mowers and equipment, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is your one stop center. They're located 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441 on the north side of Apopka, between Plymouth Reno Road and the 429. And they also sell only the best names in the power equipment business and in the lawnmower industry, names such as Skag, Toro, and Bad Boy Mowers. They've also got a full line of top quality generators at affordable prices. So get up and see Mike and Kyle and Thor and all the great guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. That's 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441 between Plymouth Serena Road and the 429. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. And you can find out more at ApopkaMower.com. And... And going forward, I just kind of want to talk a little bit more about um, some of the characteristics of the Marxist left. Because, well, as I said before, those are terms that I use. i have kind of assuming that most people know exactly what it means. Uh, I do think most people that listen to our show know. But um, at the same time, you know, we stop and think about it for a minute. And I would say most people do not know, especially people that are being brainwashed by, uh, by Marxist leftist principles and propaganda uh, by the mainstream media. And by um, you know people, places like Apple News and Yahoo News, et cetera, et cetera. So first and foremost, um, Marxist Leninist, uh, Marxist, the Marxist left, one does not believe in God. God's removed from the equation. No longer ju- is there any justification for individual rights. Therefore, no justification for the concept of government acts based on the consent of the governed. Um, so now you've got an an all-powerful government dictating to citizens instead of citizens dictating to government. Number two, Marxists, the Marxist left. Citizens' rights don't come from God, obviously, because they don't believe in God. There is, you know, According to them, there is no God, so of course <laughs> you know, citizens don't have rights that come from God. Um, citizens' rights come from government. Government gives you your rights. Government tells you what you can do and what you can't do. Government tells you, you know, um, if you, you wear a mask or not. Government tells you if you can go to church or not. And um, in, in, in in, 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 if it's full-blown Marxist government, <laughs> the, you know, the answer is no. <laughs> you're, you're not going to church. And don't even speak about it. Um, so, so basically, you know, so Marx, the Marxist left, government controls things. Citizens' rights come from government. Ultimately, they don't believe in private property. Government owns everything no freedom of speech. You don't have, if you just look around and this is all as obvious as you can, all you need to do is know virtually nothing, uh, just a tiny bit about world history. And you know that any of the communist governments totalitarian governments of any stripe, there's no freedom of speech. You get out there and you start doing like we do on our show or Chris Hart does on his show or, um, you know, the, the liberals do when George Bush was in, uh, in power, um, et cetera. Um, yeah, there's no freedom of speech. There are severe consequences for speaking out, actually, uh, which include imprisonment, if, if not more. No freedom of the press. No, no, you can't just write or say whatever you want to about public discourse, or you can't certainly can't criticize uh, the leaders of government in Marxist, uh, left wing governments. Um, and once again, severe penalties, going to jail, uh, probably the least of it. There's no freedom to peaceably assemble and and peacefully protest income distribution. And essentially at at the core of it and the way it works is an all powerful, a tiny, all powerful elite make the decisions and the citizens have no power. The experts, if you will, (laughs) the, I hear a lot about, well, the expert, let's just let the experts. Okay. The experts say, um, you know, I'm not allowed to go outside of my house. Well, they're the experts. I mean, they're the ones that know. They know a lot more about my life than I know. Um, you know, if the experts say, you know, don't go outside your house, I guess we shouldn't go outside our house. That That's that mentality. <laughs> that's, um, and, and I, I have been shocked that the mainstream media, uh, the leftist, <laughs> Marxist mainstream media, uh, Fauci, et cetera, have, have intimidated Bullied or persuaded, whatever you want to call it, an amazing number of people into buying uh, I- I their narrative, and um, which is you know just one more <laughs> disturbing thing. Um, but the point is, a few a few pointers, if you will, that'll point out how to identify when somebody's coming from the left and basic fundamental principles of Marxism, which is essentially where the mainstream media is coming from and where essentially the big tech oligarchs are coming from that are that are overtly shutting down our, our freedom and attempting to or well, not just attempting to doing it, <laughs> doing it uh, on, on a daily basis now. Don't believe in God. Once you remove God, no rights come from God. no individual rights. Therefore once you, you establish that, government gives you your rights. Rights come from government, not from God. Government doesn't respond to the will of the people. Purpose of government's not the consent of the governed, doesn't derive its powers from the consent of the governed. Um, Government tells the people. Government's got all power. Government's got the power. People do what the government tells them. No private property, ultimately. Government owns everything. No freedom of speech. Government tells you what you can say and what you can't say. No freedom of the press. Government tells you what you can write and say publicly. No freedom to protest the government and income, ultimately income distribution and a socialist economy to go along with the totalitarian leftist Marxist government. That, that's what we're up against, that, and that's what I mean when I say the Marxist left, the left wing, um, etc. So anyway, we're rapidly coming to the close of our show. It's been great to be with you today. Before we go, I want to give a shout-out to our friends Vito and Rhonda and let you know on a more positive note that anything that you need done to protect your precious memories, and I know we all have, if you're like me, many of us have wonderful precious memories, whether it's old photographs, whether it's videotape that's on outdated media like VHS tapes, et cetera, 8 um, millimeter film, 16 millimeter film, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If there's all shapes, sizes, and forms, Uh, That can't be used anymore, essentially, because it's so outdated. If you want to get that updated to modern media, if you want to get to where you can enjoy it every day on your computer, uh, if you can share it with your family and friends around the country, or around the world, for that matter, uh, via online, get over to see Vito and Rhonda at Network Sound and Video. They'll take care of it all. And most importantly, they'll do it with tender, loving care. And very importantly as well, they're right here in our community. They're not in California, they're not in New York, they're not in Chicago. You can drive it over there and hand it to them in person. And that's what I would highly recommend that you do with your precious memories instead of boxing it up and shipping it off to strangers somewhere. They're located on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood, 2520, and you can find them at NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. Well, friends, it's been wonderful to be with you. I want to give a shout-out to our producer, Jeff, and hope you have a wonderful day.